guess you guys are on the side of the road, huh? Yeah, I really. <laughs> um, my question was: Is has there been somebody who is very much anti um, climate change, but yet was still very open to talking with you? Yes, we've actually encountered a lot of people like that um, who they may not believe in our cause or even share the same opinions, but they've still been willing to house us and to listen to our ideas. And we've hopefully either changed their minds or they've kind of um, given us new opinions to, to take into consideration as well. So plenty of people have actually have actually been like that. Um, we, we've been picked up by a few people hitchhiking because we've had like six flats in a day and fun things like that. And um, we were actually picked up by one guy who just, you know, he totally didn't believe the same thing as we did, um, a very different, like, side of, of the issue. And he still picked us up and, you know, drove us 10 miles to the next town, and it was very nice and diplomatic. And although he, he presented his other view, he was, he was still very nice, and so, yeah. Yeah, that's very good to hear. I mean, um, that's what I really like about America is we try to actually dialogue with each other instead of just yelling at each other. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. And like we can learn from their, you know, their differing, differing opinions just as much as they can learn from ours. So I think that's, that's a very big piece as well. Yeah. Yeah. And it sounds like that's part of the point of your journey here is to help uh, create that dialogue about the issue. Um, what have you run across besides the very, very hot weather that has kind of made you, um, rethink wanting to bike across America? Um, I'd say the not always knowing where we're going to get our next food source or water source has definitely been an issue. And also, lately we've been having a lot of bad luck with flats. So, I mean, there's definitely the muscle soreness as well and, and bugs. But I think it's all worth it because, I mean, this is a lot more memorable of a way to spend a summer than, than just staying at home. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, what what I still don't understand completely what made um, people have this particular topic as the reason for biking across America. Mm -hmm. I'm playing the devil's advocate a little bit there. Hello? I think we might have lost them, huh? They're on the side of the road with the cell phone, so let's see if they call us back. We were talking with people from the truck to the address. Yeah, you're back. We're back. <laughs> we're back. <laughs> we had a, a technological issue. We're fine. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right. So you meant um, you meant why do we choose to advocate this issue over something else? Yeah. Well, why don't you? Do, why weren't you just deciding to just you know just bike across America? Mm -hmm. Um. For me, I think. Uh, I really like the the symbolism of what we're doing and how it it's very parallel to the idea of um, what we as a society need to do to um, overcome this issue. Um, the idea of um, riding, um, it's challenging, it's strenuous, um, but at the same time it's healthy and uh, and ultimately, yeah makes a good impact um, on the individual and on the community. So for me, the, the idea of a long journey is very symbolic for what we need to do as a society um, to overcome this issue. And also, it's, some, it's something that we'll be, we'll be riding through some of the, um, the, heart, the heartland of American agriculture. And for me, agriculture and climate change are very, um, very 
linked together. And it's just very interesting to be able to talk to people about that and learn a lot more about something that's so pertinent to what um, to those of us here today. Yeah. And also, I think the other thing is um, riding your bike across the country. Like people notice you, you know, they they want to talk to you because you have these panniers on your bikes, and then they. Uh, they come up and talk, and I think it's a lot more powerful than reading something in a newspaper or hearing it on the radio or whatever. Um, I mean, it gets to more people, but I think talking to people person to person is a lot more powerful and can have a lot more of an impact. And so riding through these communities and talking to people, um, I, we're hoping, can make more of an impact. So, Yeah, you mentioned uh, agriculture. Um, some, of, some of the first things that come to mind for people when they think climate change is coal and such. How does agriculture relate to climate change? Hello? Yeah? All right, I think we finally did. Yeah, I don't think they can hear me. <laughs> I think they can still hear you. Okay. The question um, was, the question was, how does agriculture relate to climate change? Because, I mean, here we're used to coal being related to climate change, but not um, agriculture. Um, so... I think that's definitely true that people, when they think of when they think of climate change or sustainability, they immediately think of fuel, oil, um, coal. But actually, um, our food systems are an enormous part of um, of achieving a sustainable society. Um, because think about it, our food is the most basic um, human need, and um, producing it. Uh, Using the land to create it, um, all of that takes a lot of energy. Um, it takes a lot of space. It takes a lot of um, it takes a lot of fuel to transport the food items um, all over the United States, like our food, like our system is um, arranged now. Um, so, our food systems are um, highly overlooked in their impact in um, sustainability. And I think simply because they are so basic, um, it's such a basic human need, um, I think that's a good place to start, personally, is changing the way we get our food um, and the way we make our food. Yeah, a lot of people don't realize, you know, they think food or it comes from the grocery store. If they're not actually riding through those fields like you are, they may not realize uh, uh, the importance of food in our whole uh, uh, ecology. Exactly, and we've actually been talking to um, some sustainable and organic farmers along the way, and, you know, there are many more uh, sustainable ways to farm as well, you know, by rotating the crops, by doing different kind of farming techniques than what we're doing now where we can actually get a lot more out of the soil and have healthier soil um, and then maybe not use so much energy to, you know, like do the farming techniques that we're, that we're using at the moment, so... I bet you notice the importance of food a lot when you have to, well, <laughs> pedal all day long. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Lots of corn. Uh-huh. <laughs> corn. Yeah, you're pedaling through a lot of corn, too. Um, how many hours do you guys normally pedal a day? Um, we usually pedal about four to five hours. It really depends on the kind of terrain that we're traversing at the moment. Um, the Missouri Hills have taken us a little bit longer to kind of get through, and Kansas was pretty flat. So um, that was a nice, easy ride. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think all the bicyclists love Kansas for that reason. <laughs> yeah, we get a lot of bicyclists who stay in Carbondale because, well, 
were kind of like the middle of the country and so people coming biking from either directions tend to stop here because in both directions there's not much amenities I and mean, we have plenty of bike shops and plenty of ethnic food and plenty of um what are they called buffets <laughs> <laughs> so um how many groups of people are biking um, I think there's about five groups. There's a Seattle group, a Florida group, and then a North Carolina group. And a Colorado group. And a Colorado group, which is us. I think there's a main group, too, but I don't know how many people are in that one. Okay. It's about 55 in total. Well, that's nice. From all over the, um, America, all converging. Is there a certain date that you have a goal to converge on Washington, D.C.? Yeah, we're convening um, in Washington, D.C. on the mall on the 27th. Um, and we're going to meet as a group on the 26th of July. So you're saying it's possible to bike from here to Washington, D.C. in 27 days? That's the plan right now. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So anybody who wants to go to Washington, D.C., just start pedaling from Carbondale, and you'll make it there. Yeah. <laughs> we'd love to have you come with us. Yeah, yeah. more the merrier. Meet yeah. us in Carbondale. It's like... Um, I've almost run out of questions. That's not possible. I'm a talker. Yeah. Oh, there's so many questions, but uh, do you have any final thoughts or final things to say about uh, the, the project before we uh, get going? Um, um, another thing that uh, we have going uh, that's specific to our group, the Colorado group, is we got uh, a small grant um, from one of the schools that uh, a couple of us went to. And um, so we get to... We got to buy a camera, a film camera, and we've been uh, documenting the trip on film, and we're using Grammy eventually to um, to record all of the interviews and all the people we talk to, and eventually hope to compile it either on the internet or as like a full-length documentary film about bicycles and um, why bicycles are such an awesome solution to to, um, to creating more sustainable cities. So. I have a kind of maybe a critical question. If someone wanted to join your group and really didn't do much um, bicycling, is there any big something that they need to prepare if they just wanted to, you know, hop on? Like, how many miles a day do you do? We do about um, 50 to 60 miles a day, but no, actually, okay. they could probably just hop on. I mean, we all are in, we all are in, a, you know, relatively good shape mostly just because we've been riding for, you know, three weeks. But I think anyone really can do it. I mean, we were on the Trans-American route and saw a bunch of tours that were about 70, you know, 70 years old. So I think it's kind of an ageless thing that you can do in a beautiful way to see the country. So I don't really think you have to do anything, really. You just have to be willing to, to keep going even when your muscles hurt a lot. It's <laughs> so, also important to note that none of us are, like, professional riders by any means. I mean, I've barely been on a bicycle probably two months before the trek, and I'm not dead yet, and we're almost halfway. So <laughs> you can do it. It's just hard sometimes, and if you don't mind getting sweaty and dirty, it's really rewarding in the end. Well, I actually could envision myself doing 50 or 60 miles. A lot of the people who are biking across seem to be doing 100 or 150 a day. And so I was just like, I could not envision myself doing that. But 50 miles... Probably I could envision myself doing it. I've ridden 20 miles before, mm -hmm. 
but you could do it. It's, I mean, after a while, you don't you don't think about the riding. You you know you think about other stuff, and we we tend to sing while we ride. You know, <laughs> there's lots of different ways to pass the time, but you don't really think about okay. I, I still have six miles to ride. You know, right. it's more just like looking out onto the the landscape and seeing the country, and it's it's actually really beautiful. So. Yeah, I guess it would be a very good way of really seeing the country. And then if you see something you really like, you pull over and, well, I imagine there's a few stops for swimming, right? <laughs> so, well, we will see you when you get here, um, well, this evening. And um, welcome to Carbondale, and thank you for doing this. And Thank you very much. What is it? For more information, it's trek2reenergize.org on the web. And... They are putting some stuff on um, a few little different blogs. And it, the blog gets kind of confusing because there are so many different groups doing it. And so they, you know, input it from Kansas or from Wisconsin or from different areas. But basically the idea is to just strong immediate action on climate change from the new administration and the Trek for Arena to re-energize America is working on building that momentum um do you guys have a final i guess i just took the words out of your mouth but <laughs> um and our blog is actually from the org, and that has all of our pictures and videos and 12 seconds and twitter um and posts all the way throughout the trip so from the org is our blog good deal all right happy pedaling we'll Thank see you, you so soon Thanks, have a good one see you bye bye, bye. That was fun. Yeah. It's good to hear from them. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people who've been bicycling across America, and the I, the chance to, well, talk with the people who do it, um, so far none of them have been, um, you know, most of them just at the spur of the moment decided to bike across America. <laughs> yeah. These guys actually planned it for a year in advance. <laughs> I mean, had some people pedal across last year mm -hmm. to you know, set up way stops and set up organizers and, yeah, well, anyway. Get the word out and all that. If you would like to join them, jo join them for at least a day. I mean, you know, join them for a couple days. For all you know, you might just keep pedaling. Yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. you just have, there's one month left to, for them to pedal, so. Yeah, if you're on uh, some form of summer vacation anyway. <laughs> yeah, at least pedal for a couple days. Um, so... All right. I think that's our time. We will yep. see you again next week on the radio. How do you see yes, someone? We'll see you on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> that's the magic of radio. That's how. <laughs> Have a good day. Stay energized.